Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Sans Pants Radio, Australia's most biased podcast network. Welcome to How Goods Footy, a weekly AFL podcast where we ask the most important sporting question of all. I'm Sean. I'm Tom. And I'm Dusha. Boys, welcome back. And how good's footy? Thanks, Sean. Tom, Thank you. Sean, so good to be back. Oh. Uh, after a month off, footy is so close again that I can almost taste it. <laughs> oh, I, I tell you what, I was, I was, I've been enjoying the cricket. I've been getting into the cricket. Yeah. I've been watching more Big Bash. I forget how much I love having just the cricket on. Yeah, in the background. Cricket's just a poor man's football. I've realised that <laughs> this week when the AFLW posted like a highlights package for some players, and I was like. Oh fuck! I'm ready for footy. <laughs> <laughs> like, just it wasn't much. It was just watching. Like, um, I think it was uh, one of the Freo Dockers players. I think it might have been Ebony Antonio. Just like sell some of the best candy I've ever seen, and I was like, oh, I'm ready. <laughs> or mm-hmm. and then it coincided with this weekend, um, the match pre, pre- uh, scratch matches. Yeah, practice match. I think they only matches. get one practice match. They do. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and just like seeing like. Like no footage because no nothing none of it was filmed, but just watching like the live tweet of that and Geelong like Twitter being like the Geelong Footy Club Twitter talking about like play like one point there was a, a, a passage of play where Rochelle Cranston laid three tackles in a row, and I was like, I'm here for it, I'm ready. <laughs> That's it. very big. Did you win, Tom? Uh no, they didn't win. No, yeah. um, it sounded like. Uh, the forward line, which is probably going to be our most vulnerable thing in this year, just is still taking some time to gel. We, we were, I feel we that were, we were playing pretty well, and then I think Melbourne just got away from us in I think the third, second, like the third and second quarter, and then yeah. any damage we'd done in the first quarter, and then we left our run a little bit too late. But hey, it's a practice match. You don't show all your cards in a practice match. Hopefully, Brisbane didn't show all their cards when they won. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty comfortably, uh, but like three goals. Okay, they played oh, yeah. the Gold Coast Suns. Yeah. Um, from memory, Brisbane have had bad preseasons. Yeah. Was it last mm. year? Maybe it was the year before. I'm thinking. I remember they got absolutely smashed by the Giants one year, and so everyone was all doom and gloom. And then you know Brisbane did what they do every year and just sort of just turned make it, it on. happen. 
Yep. Yes. <laughs> Except for that one year they didn't. But other than that, yeah. <laughs> well, it was bigger even last year considering that you'd lost more players again. Oh, yeah, for sure. Like, I, I don't know. Do you reckon we're coming to the point now where there's going to be like more stability though? Because I'm pretty sure Brisbane had their off-season was like the best one they've had since the league started in terms of um, they didn't lose that many players. Yeah. They still lost players, but like... <clears throat> I think it was the year before they just got absolutely smashed. Yeah. Um, the AFLW had put a cap on how many players clubs could take from certain other clubs, but yeah. it was like eight, and I think Gold Coast took seven. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah, you got, like you got fucked back to back because you got fucked when North Melbourne came in. Yeah. Because um, they poached. They went yep. hard. And then yep. you got fucked again when the next wave came in because Richmond and Gold Coast. Whereas I think now, I think, I think the- Competition starting to balance out. Where also yeah. clubs are looking like like locally. The drafts are getting better each year. Local talents are getting better each year. Yeah, uh, pathways that they set up five years ago are starting to pay off in these draft yeah. years. So I think you're going to see less poaching. That doesn't oh. mean it's not going to happen, but um, <laughs> you yeah, won't I, lose seven key players in one season again. Maybe on the on the back of losing probably seven the year before. Mm. Yeah. And uh, so you boys, you're at that point. Uh, me, on the other hand, uh, I'm lost this year because 2021, for the last couple of years, was the point where I was just like mentally preparing for an Essendon AFLW team. And then COVID fucked me. <laughs> <laughs> so it was actually, can you, sorry, I'm unclear on this. They were definitely supposed to join in 2021. I think that was the idea. Like, to be honest, it changed probably pre-COVID. But I think in 20... I can't remember if it was 2018 or 2019. Um, yeah, Hawthorne and Accident were meant to join the league the year yeah. after. Was it... Who joined last year? Was it... West Coast, St. Kilda, Richmond, and Gold Coast. I think you two and one one of maybe Sydney or Port, I don't know, were supposed to join as well. well no, it was us Hawks? and Hawthorne. Yeah, the Hawks. Ah, are that's it. It was us and, Hawthorne, us and Hawthorne. And at that point in time, Port Adelaide and uh, Sydney... We're yet to make a bid on an AFLW team. Everybody should be shitting their pants for when Hawthorne joined the league. Oh, yeah. Because they've already got Beck Goddard coaching the VFLW team. And their VFLW team is very good. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so they'll surely be good to go for 2022. Uh, I don't know about Essendon. I just, yeah. Just like a long term plan, I was like, it's all right this year. This is going to be the year that it happens. And then last year, I realized when no one was talking about it. And in fact, the opposite was happening where Richmond were like, yeah, VFLW team, it's not happening. And everyone was like, fuck you. And we were like, fuck you. And everyone was like, nah, really, fuck you. And they were like, no, 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 it's all right. We'll, we'll sort something out. And everyone was like, they're going to go back on this. And then they said, psych, no, we're not. And then everyone said, fuck you again. And <laughs> they should still be saying, fuck you, Richmond, because it's still a dog shit decision made by a fuckhead club. And even even worse, I think in in the fact that they would have they 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 won again. Yeah. So like they've had another windfall. Yeah. Yeah. And I know that in in this whole year, windfalls are kind of weird to measure because mm. every club's lost money, mm. staff. Like it's been a shit house mm. year. But I still find it baffling mm. that they are allowed to retain their AFL license, and there are two Victorian clubs who have VFL W sides, and have particularly. I don't know what Essendon's women's side's like in the VFL, Joel, but Hawthorne's is successful and they have a good setup and a good foundation. And I think they were a little bit miffed that they missed out in 2020. But then for Richmond just to come out and 
be a bunch of fuckheads. It's just like- Big season for Richmond. Yeah. I mean, A, they need to win their first game ever. Yep. Um, but also, yeah, I mean, if they have another season like they did for what they- oh, How many games did we get through last season before everything got shut down? We, oh, we, we got all the way through till grand final week. Nah, we? they- uh, No, semifinals they, were the last week. But okay. they also ended the regular oh, ended season, the season, I think, a week short, early. didn't they? I think yeah. a week early. I think they ended uh, it just before Brisbane was about to play Richmond, and I was just licking my lips. I was like, here we go, here we go, here we go. <laughs> well, I've just gone, yeah, so round six was the last round, yeah, and then right. they had the first week of finals, and then they, they didn't get to the um, the prelims. Yeah. Jeez, there were some big finals and some some not-so-good ones. Yeah. Sorry, Sean. That's uh, and, um, yeah, I just checked in because I was pretty certain with the Essendon VFLW team because I know that in the news recently, um, the hangar, was like, fuck, we are so ready for an AFLW team. And they'd like upgraded their facilities to prepare for it. And apparently the VFLW team was using it. I remember reading that, but I wanted to double check to make sure I didn't sound like an idiot if someone was like, actually, Joel, they don't have a VFLW team. You're dreaming it. You're a fuckhead. But no, I'm not dreaming it. Um, Yeah, and apparently the Essendon VFLW team is like, yeah, COVID happened, but whew, we are firing for 2021. We're hungry. We want some footy. Love that. So, uh, yeah, again, and I don't know if I made this clear before, and I would hate in the first episode of the year to be like, my words to be a little bit muddy or like me to not make yeah, a point. you're not at your best because you've yeah, been yeah. off for about a week. But so. I want to make it very clear, the Richmond Football Club can get fucked. <laughs> do, look, before we dive into talking about our own teams, do we want to address the um, Hardwick-sized elephant in the Richmond Footy Club rooms? Well, I'm just happy he's miserable. <laughs> Good, hmm. good. Like, because boys, the word on the street is that the players have basically said they'll play for Trent Koch and they won't play for Damien Hardwick, and that's yeah. that's it. And that's good. I would too. Love yeah. the Koch. Do it for Dusty. <laughs> <laughs> Do it for Jack Rewalt's girlfriend's dad. That man seems like a good bloke. <laughs> Tom, Just like Tom, be careful remembering back to Grand Final Day, mate. Yeah, yeah. You There's don't not know. a lot of happiness there. No, no, I'm okay with it, boys. I'm, yeah. I'm okay because uh, I'm going to do the double in 21 and that'll make yeah, it yeah. better. Yeah, yeah. good. Mm. It's going to have a shaved head all year. Oh. <laughs> but yeah, so I think uh, coming back to what we were circling around before, this year, the AFLW season, I think I'm just going to try and ingest as much footy as possible because I'm lost. I, I was ready to make the transition and... It's like there was two trains side by side and I was ready to jump and then there was just no train waiting for me. And I'm in the air and I'm like, I just don't know what to do. Joel, are you saying you're not picking a team? Oh, I'm saying I am, Sean, but I'm going to follow my heart and I just oh. don't know where my heart's going to lead me Ooh. at the moment. So you're going to wait for maybe the first week to see just what- going to suss it out. I think- <laughs> with- <laughs> This reeks of, I'll just wait, I'll suss it out and then I'll- <laughs> Take someone pick based on the ladder. <laughs> yeah, so I'm gonna figure out. Uh, I'll probably take like. Well, so there's nine rounds this year. Yeah. Take five weeks. Mm, I'm thinking <laughs> I might take eight. <laughs> no, no, no. I think I really like the idea. And like Gemma has mentioned, friend of the show, Gemma. Uh, for any new listeners that are looking for a footy podcast and has no fucking idea what we're talking about, and they're like, "Wow, these boys really, really hate Richmond." Yes, correct. Uh, Collingwood too. Um, again, 2021. Not only is it going to be better than 2020 for a lot of reasons, but Eddie Maguire at the end of this year will not have a job in the Collingwood Football Club. And let's not forget that. Guys, it's oh. 10 years too late. <laughs> uh, We're a big part of that, I think. 
I yeah, think. huge part of it. Yeah. I think but, um, listen to this. I think it's definitely us and definitely not the findings from the internal document raised mm. by Heretia Lumumba's um, defamation. Yeah. Yes, well, claims. I think that definitely the not only that. way that his last year could be any better is on the way out if they hit him with a bat. Um, <laughs> or they hit him with a wooden spoon. Yes. Oh, even better. Even mm. better. Uh, but basically, back to what I was saying, I really like uh, the way that Gemma watches football. I like the idea of just like being very impressed with individual players and therefore barracking for them because it's already happening. Like, I mean, it, it has happened for years now, but maybe I should just be like, all right, let's just see. Because like, it's huge. There's so many AFLW players where I'm like, fucking hell. I mean, I, I mean- like what you're about. <laughs> Taylor Harris has already had a crack at Collingwood in the game. Like they're playing him in round three. Uh, there was photos that came out of a training session, and her kick action has gotten even more hectic. Her leg was almost entirely vertical, and I was like, "Fuck, that ball must have gone eighty meters." <laughs> Jesus, and she's still been boxing. She's been boxing all. Oh, she's been boxing the whole time. She's just, she's ready for a punch on. It's you gonna forget, be. You forget how young she is too. Isn't yeah. she like twenty two or twenty three? Fuck, really. Yeah, I'm pretty sure she's really young. She's definitely mid twenties. I don't know. I think she's younger. Well, no, because yeah. her first her first year would have been she would have been eighteen, nineteen. Yeah, she's yep. Cause she was she's drafted. a weapon. She's going to be playing for Fuck. years. Jesus, she's, she's twenty three. Yeah. This is. Oof. I think Jill, I think Joel's still a Carlton man. No, but well, the thing is, Sarah Hosking plays for Richmond now. Yeah, but the other Hosking's still there. Jess, yes. Yes. They split the partnership. Which is a ridiculous call. Oh, dangerous call. Carlton might implode, actually. Yeah. They've taken... I, um, that would be like trading so. out the Antonios out of Frio, ta- splitting wife and wife and making them play for different... <laughs> Fuck. You just, you'd, lose, you'd lose at least, I think, 75% of what makes your team powerful by separating twins or separating couples. It's ridiculous. Um, we'll, we'll, we'll never know how powerful the Selwoods could have been. No, so, we only ever had two of them. Imagine yeah. if imagine if Geelong might have won a premiership every single year if we'd had all four. Yeah, imagine. Um, I just want to quickly go through Taylor Harris's boxing record because uh, I just found it while I was looking for how old she is. First fight, uh, win. Second fight, win. <laughs> Third fight, win. Okay. Fourth fight, win. Okay. Fifth fight draw. Uh, that feels like the ref called it early to mercy rule. Um, and then <laughs> after the draw, she's been in three more uh, fights. And up until this point, uh, she had won. Uh, she hadn't won on a knockout. The next three, she wins all three by technical knockout. Uh, wow. So the draw. That draw that's done with your action. <laughs> oh, shit. Man, you know, okay, boys, if Carlton want to win the flag, it's simple. They can't beat Collingwood. They have to draw with them. Yeah. Fuck. Because if, if every three games, they have to give Taylor Harris a draw so that she's not a loss, because that might, that might destabilize everything, but just a draw. So they still get like two points. And then she comes out and she has a technical knockout, which I guess is where she kicks 10 goals. Or just kills someone. (laughs) I'd like to to see four straight weeks of draws from Carlton. Just (laughs) supercharger. It's like Gaz going to church. I'm just, can I just have a look? If that happens, Sean, I am curious to know who who would be copping uh, Carlton in round G. So then, then the the very next game after, so round five, they're playing Melbourne. Um, we might never see the Melbourne Football Club again. Good. 
Um, I'm just checking if they're playing uh, either of our teams after that point. I think we're – oh, no, Sean. <laughs> We've got them. Geelong's got them in round eight. It's all right. We'll have worn off by then. All right, good. <laughs> um, also, Hopefully. something I forgot about Taylor Harris and something that you would absolutely remember, Sean, because uh, yep. when I, again, went on her Wikipedia, I forgot that she played her first season for Brisbane. Yeah. Yeah. First two seasons, no? Uh, no, first yes, season. Just the f- no, I think it was two. I first two. She made two grand finals and then left, I thought. Huh. That's what I thought. Here I could it be is listed as <clears throat> she played. If only in... we had a friend who knew everything about AFLW. <laughs> She'll be so angry. <laughs> She'll she be listening to this just like, no, no, no. no, no. I'm, pretty I... sure, I'm pretty sure she played two seasons at Brisbane because she's mm. played in the most number of grand finals. Mm-hmm. Uh, or alternatively, she played in the league's inaugural 2017 season and then got traded to Carlton in 2018. Fuck, really? Yeah. I mean, yeah. we are arguing with me, who has literally is looking her up, but... I don't think that's right. <laughs> she well, has, her her impact on my heart was two years worth. <laughs> oh, and her trade was fucked. No, no, okay, actually, no, no, no. Was she traded out at the end of 2018? Because no. remember, the women's season's earlier in the year. She played six matches with her new club in 2018 and kicked five goals. Fuck. <sighs> I could have really sworn. I could have sworn. Yeah. Jesus. Um, also, her trade to Carlton was a complex trade deal involving four teams, five players, and a draft pick. Yeah. Big. Anyway, Taylor Harris, love her. Um, I mean, I follow her on Instagram, and every time she posts a photo of her holding a football, I'm like, Fuck. The AFLW is in trouble. Like every other player, look out. Nah, look, you say that, but also uh, the Geelong Footy Club's been putting out a lot of content of Rocky just like doing heaps of weights, and she yep. laid three tackles in a row on the weekend, mm. and I think put some people for the first time ever in a preseason game. Uh, she didn't get suspended, so yeah. <laughs> Both the Hosking one. sisters have also been uh, firing off a lot of content. Uh, everyone's getting real high for AFLW, and it's exciting. It's good. Well, we haven't had like. This is this is it's exciting. We're going to have footy in Victoria again for the first time in about twelve months. And I mean, look, COVID's still very much around, and they're already this season. I'm scared about it because uh, GWS have relocated uh, uh, to avoid new like Sydney, basically. Um, I think they've moved down to Albury or something yeah. like that. Yeah, yeah, they're in the on Albury, in Albury. So, well, it'll be interesting to see how many games we get in before something happens, uh, especially because the Australian Open, re- I mean, obviously that involves international players, but the Australian Open is probably the most fucked a sporting event has ever been fucked. <laughs> it's it's incredible. And the, boys, you know what the best part of the, this this today? So there's yeah. two things that have come out that have been incredible. Mm. Um, so obviously there's the whole... 72 players, I think, are now caught up in having to yep. quarantine for 14 days, which means they cannot train or go anywhere. 72? I thought it was 72. 47. Now it's was gone 25 up. new players today. 25 new players today. All Jesus. part of that same group. Now, these aren't the top-seeded players. The top-ranked players have all been in Adelaide doing their quarantining, and then will come across to Melbourne, I think, next week. Mm. So they have a week in Melbourne. Um, it's all kind of like your wild-card entries or your mid-tier-seeded players. Guess who's put his hand up with some suggestions to uh, the Victorian government on how to properly run a tennis match in time of COVID? Uh, that would be old mate. Uh, uh, was it Djokovic or was it? Yeah. Fucking- yeah, it yeah. was Djokovic. Yeah. Novak Djokovic is like, hey, I'm really good at running tennis events in a pandemic like that one I ran, which caused a massive super spreader event in the Balkans. And I got it. 
also, <laughs> I don't believe in vaccines. I should be running. These are some suggestions. And Dan Andrews was inter- at the premiere of Victoria was interviewed about it today and was like, look, that's great. He can have a lot of suggestions. That's his right as a tennis player. But uh, no. Yeah, his suggestions <laughs> were fucked. They were like, yeah, put I everyone suggest- in a big house with a tennis court. Yeah, put everyone in a big house. Better food, less isolation was some. Mm. But cunt, 14 days isolation is the thing. Like, yeah. There's no- and, and also, we're not taking advice from you. Mm. Who was like, nah, I'm going to make an event. It's going to be the safest event we've got. And it wasn't. Tommy, yeah. can I just clarify something about Novak, who I think is a cunt and a dumb one at that. Um, <laughs> I think the reason why he's the one who put that out is because he's the president of the Players Association. No, he's not. <gasps> what? He was. So he was. And what? Then Sean, what so, were you saying about a dumb cunt? What right? happened? <laughs> what happened? No, he was, but I'm pretty sure he stepped away no. um, because it would have been a conflict of interest for him creating this tournament. And I think he now so has So what's a different- the name of the role? We can find- I'm, I'm well, pretty sure. Tom, I hadn't heard that. In, in an article I was reading today about him putting out these proposals. Oh, well, I have not read about him in a while, so you'll it probably said, got me. It said something about the, the fo- like former president of the... like it, That was how they described him at one point. Um, here we go. Uh, wow. I'm trying to find the list of proposals. I can't... I'm not going to be able to find this article now. That's all right. I still think he's a dumb cunt. Yeah, he was only... He was in office until the 30th of August 2020. Shit. Yeah. Okay. So he stepped out. You know who should become president of the Players Association, boys? Nick Kyrgios. Oh, fucking hell. <laughs> the man who went to war with all of these European players who were like, COVID isn't a big deal. And every day on Twitter, he was just like, you're all fucking idiots. Is he playing in the Open? I think he is, yeah. hope he wins. I hope so too. <laughs> um, it's, there's a, look, as an Australian, we now have a huge leg up. Oh, yeah. We got yeah. the biggest advantage of all time. Imagine if it imagine if it came out that COVID was created by Australians so that we could win an Australian Open. <laughs> How much do you think Ash Barty is just going to tear the competition apart? Well, a, she a got to watch her team win a premiership. She's like, I want to do that again. Leighton Hewitt should come out of retirement. <laughs> I reckon. Um, but and yeah, those- Rafter. Get them all out. Philip yeah. Lucis, bring them all yeah. back. Yeah. <clears throat> Burn Atomic's think- like, here we go, boys. He is, he is playing. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I reckon Ash Barty is probably still charged up on those grand final beers. Absolutely. <laughs> Has to be. Um, I love this talk about Nick Kyrgios and the Australian Open and Ash Barty. I think, though, we should get back to the real sporting event that will unite the nation, and that is the AFLW season kicking off in mm. two weeks. And uh, Dusha, you don't have a team. You've told us your strategy. Mm. You're going to just go with your heart, mm. cheat like a piece of shit. Yeah, yeah. Um, wait until eight weeks into the season and then decide which team has the most players I like the most. I mean, the yeah, most play, the most win, uh, the most players. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> the most players who win. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, um, that's that's fair. That's a that's a good way to go. Uh, Sean Thomas, what are you looking forward to for the uh, Brisbane Lions, Matt? Ah, oh, a premiership. Clearly, oh, I um, mean, obviously. Besides that, can I we're clarify, all chasing that. Can I clarify, gentlemen? <laughs> Mm-hmm. Are we once again pledging? Sure. You better fucking believe it. All right, that's a pledge from Tom. Joel. I can't pledge because I don't have a team, but I hope that you next year. Absolutely, obviously. Right. I'm do- I'm doing I'm doing a double pledge right here, yeah. right now for both I mean, the women's and the men's comp. I'd also like to on the go record, on the record with a double pledge. Yeah, and I'm going to yeah. go for the obvious uh, single pledge. 
Yeah. Yeah. And yeah, next year I hope to also be able to double pledge. Well, I tell you what, the double pledge, I'm shitting myself. I think I'm gonna have a cold head all year. <laughs> and I know that every year chance. we write Brisbane off and I think the um AFL report on Brisbane in the AFLW is like, oh, a young list. They should be thereabouts in finals, hopefully. I think they're a big chance. I think there's finally some continuity. I think the midfield is like the midfield hasn't gotten any worse. It's only mm. going to get better. Mm. There's yep. gun, there's genuine guns in that midfield. Questionable mm. probably in the ruck, but I don't know how much that matters when you've got guns just sharking the ball. Yeah. I mean, Geelong made it to the premiership with no really good ruckmen, so. Well, yeah. <laughs> Have you got a who's your ruckman, Tom? For the For the women's. Women's team. We've got Astro O'Connor. Yeah, he's okay. a jet. All right. Um, yeah. The only they've got that sorted then. Yeah. yeah. We should actually get her in the men's team as well. Yeah, yeah. It's probably a good idea. <laughs> um, Brisbane's forward line's like probably that one thing. Like I think Wushner's still the leading goal kicker in the entire competition. Um, weirdly, because she had the, she had a rough year. She got <laughs> she got, oh, that's right. she got electrocuted. Yeah, she got electrocuted and missed like <laughs> games here and there, and it sort of didn't really. She didn't have continuity in her season. So I think getting her back in, and then you've got um, Jess Wardlaw, who in patches last year looked fucking awesome, and she's only like twenty years old. Maybe she even had that younger. big game against us, but she kicked yeah. a handful, she just, didn't she? She just clunks marks. Yeah, she she could go through the ruck as well, I reckon too. Um, and then. Um, oh, you boys will remember Dakota Davidson. Remember her fucking oh. goal from like forty-five last year? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So if you get Wush, Wardlaw, and Dakota up and running, mm-hmm. I think it's immediately a better forward line. And I never worry about the back line. Yeah, we got Why the is that, Sean? Yeah. We, got, we got the fucking goat. We got the goat back there, <laughs> the greatest of all time. Um, someone's missing. I think. Uh, trying to think. Um, Shani Webb. We're not gonna have Shani Webb. For the season because she's pregnant, um, mm, which is a bummer. She's, fuck, she's a gun. Yeah. Um, but we've got the two Spark sisters. I don't know. Uh, you oh, that's right. You, you, drafted about, a, you drafted a second Spark, didn't you? Yeah, we did. We doubled up, <laughs> and I hope that powers us to a flag. I'll tell you what, some other teams might be Sparked. <laughs> <laughs> um, what I'm most excited about is probably all Laura Dwyer again. She's the Irish girl. I just reckon last year was her first season, and she she showed signs. But like another preseason, another year in the AFL game, I reckon she's going to be awesome. I really mm. do. I think she's going to break games open this year. And Tom, it's interesting. I, I think last year, like just looking at it last year, there was a our win loss record obviously wasn't great. Yeah, but I don't think our win loss record actually re- like reflected the team's performances across the year. Um. Which sounds like there were there were patches of games where like there was a game against Adelaide where we only lost by eleven points and we were in it right up until the end and then they yeah. ran off at the top of us, and the game against North where we were in front and then Nina Morrison did her knee and every literally every player just went to bed yeah. because that's pretty fucking awful. Um, I just looking at the list, we've got Meg, Meg McDonald was missing for half of the season last year. She's back. She's the new captain as well. Um. Put a hand up, going, yep, I'll take over from Mel Hickey, no worries. Mm-hmm. So she's back for the whole season. And while she was injured, it meant that other players were able to have a bit of time in that back line who really improved. So that back line's looking rock solid again. The midfield has got some absolute guns in it who are like young stars as well. Like Olivia Purcell, maybe the All-Australian, won our best and fair. She's 20. Like Jesus she's only going to get better. 
Nina Morrison will come back at some point in this season. We also gun. picked up a bunch of gun midfielders um, in the draft, in Maloney and Gardner. Um, and then there's um, Denby Taylor was one who's, when she first got to the club, they were talking to, in our inaugural season, I interviewed Mel Hickey and said, you know, you've got the number one draft pick in Nina Morrison. Who is the player to watch, though, at your club? And she said, Denby Taylor is one of the cleanest movers I've ever seen. She did her ankle round one last year, missed the whole season. So she's back. There's just... There's a real belief, I think, in this club tr- to translate, I guess, the the almost of the last couple of seasons to like results this year. The forward line's a tricky one for us. Mm-hmm. Um, Kate Darby's off, um, similar to Shani, having a baby. So it means that Phoebe McWilliams is kind of the only main target, which might mean that Cranston gets deployed oh. danger field style on the forward line. I love that. If which you can, could be, if you can afford to do that. Yeah. Which I think we can as a midfield. So Cranston's tough, but she's not quick. Um, she's not as quick as some of our other midfielders. And I reckon she'll rest on the ball, but I reckon she'll... I wouldn't be surprised if you see her playing centre-half forward, full forward this year. When do yeah. you think Nina will be back? Um, so it was round... I think round five with the knee. They're, they're being cautious, yeah. obviously, but she's back training pretty much. And... Um, the co- Paul Hood, the coach, was like, "I'm happy with where she's at. Obviously, we're going to be cautious because she's this is the second knee, and she's 20. Yeah, but fuck, if she can get back to to being just just in the side, just uh, you know, it's it's good. There's players like Becky Webster, Jordy Ivy, who've also taken better steps. And the other thing too that was sort of handy for Geelong is they're in Victoria, but they're in Geelong, so with yeah. the restrictions, they're actually able to train." More than some of the Melbourne-based clubs. Ah, um, which unfair is advantage. Fair enough. That's something to be excited about, the unfair yeah. advantage. And look, we've still got the best tattoo in the business, and that's Julia Crockett Grills' tattoo of a lemur fishing with a crocodile on her arm. Hey, on tattoos, can I tell you, Brisbane have a secret weapon that could absolutely power them to the flag. Oh, yeah. no. What is it? Young player, Balladors. She has a tattoo of Bart Simpson. <laughs> <laughs> that's pretty but good. It just makes that's me pretty laugh. Good. I love that. I really love that. That's huge. And look, Tom, that's exciting. Sean, that's exciting. And I think what's exciting for me is I'm just really excited to walk into an AFLW game and the moment I sit in my chair to spew up from excitement. Oh, <laughs> just I'm- to fucking throw up everywhere just because I'll just be unbelievably excited. And I've just had a quick look at my roster. I'm not working the Thursday of round one. So maybe it's time for me to fucking walk on down or drive to Icon Park, fucking saddle in and watch a murder. Oh, mate, I'll meet oh. you there. I <laughs> mean, the the exciting factor too, just on talking about going to games, is that the the conferences are gone and you can pay for a ticket now. Yeah, Tickets great. are 10 bucks, which is so good. Um, I, boys, I pulled the trigger this year. I bought an AFLW membership. Tom, that's great. That also- is good. Before next week's episode starts, I will have done the same. Oh, yes. Yeah. Do you Because he's, he's waiting to see who's going to win. Yeah, if I can buy a membership to just all my money just goes to Taylor Harris, then <laughs> that's fine. You probably could do that. There's like player sponsorship things, isn't there? Well, well, do, well. No, nah, yeah. do you know what? Do you know what? I reckon <laughs> Taylor Harris, you're never going to be able to sponsor her. She's probably already got someone doing it. Yeah. yeah. Jess Hosking. You can sponsor... 
One half of the Hoskins. I might go to the game and then ask if she, after the game, she just give me her bank details. I'll just transfer her some money. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Jess, great game. Um, can I just grab your bank details? I just want to, I'm just going to sponsor you for this season, but I don't want to go through any, look, I'm just going to send you some money. It's um, like $30. <laughs> It's, all I can afford. it's just it's $4.50. That's all I got. That's uh, <laughs> I think the AFL and AFLW, especially the AFLW, but the AFL should do it too. Just release all of the uh players' bank details and just let us send them money directly if we're feeling it. Yeah, that 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 <laughs> seems like a plan that will never backfire. I think it's great. I think it's great too. <laughs> um oh, tell you what, the players would love it. They'd get around it. They would. Or they just get everyone would. to set up a PayPal and you can just like donate to them so it's a bit safer. That is so dangerous for people like us watching, though, because uh, like all it would take is like Dakota four. kicking a goal from fifty-five, and I'd be like, "Here's a thousand dollars." I wouldn't even I, think. I would be broke in five minutes. Yeah. yeah, I just the players would run out and be like, "Oh fuck yeah, there we go, Olivia Purcell." Yeah, oh, Croc Girl's got another tattoo of an orangutan fishing with a bat. Done. <laughs> <laughs> what if like what if Lutkins snuck forward and kicked a goal? That'd be my life savings. They'd be they'd vanish <laughs> in a moment. It'd be that I would be broke because the first game that Nina Morrison came back, I'd give her a thousand dollars just in case she needs to buy a new knee. Yeah, I'd yeah, actually, yeah. I'd give her my knee. You'd I don't want to run through the banner and just transfer. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, uh, I think it would be scary because every tackle Taylor Harris laid, I would, yeah, I'd be trying to send my car through my phone. That's <laughs> taking the tackles, man. That's I'm looking forward to more than the first like great goal is the first huge tackle. Oh. oh. They're going to be up for it, too. They're going to absolutely be up for it. Yeah. I always forget how fucked they are. Like, I'm like, oh, yeah, yeah, AFLW, watching it, having a good time. And then someone will just land a mammoth tack, and I'll be like, fuck, is she dead? Brisbane, she, like, boys, <laughs> Brisbane have a new recruit, and I've heard she's a tackling machine. Oh, Thanks, Courtney fuck. Hodder. And she was, apparently she was like a gun junior, mm. and then she went away from footy, and she played rugby. So she's just oh, been tackling. No. She's just been tackling up a storm, and then she's come back to um, AFL, and apparently she's just going to be awesome. She played in the scratch match on the weekend and was just destroying people. Yeah, I'm excited. I'm just- I'm genuinely I genuinely think Brisbane's going to win. I think it's happening. I know, Sean. Yeah, you should fire up the Clippers, get them ready. Yeah, we'll we'll need them for one of us. So oh, I God. cannot wait for in like eleven or twelve weeks to be like. Boys, how good's footy? And then immediately just hear a <laughs> in the microphone because uh, it's Clippers time. Yeah. Oh, man. It's huge. Fuck. It's- All right, Sean. Yeah. You're going to Brisbane for the premiership. Yes. I'm going Geelong for the premiership. Dusha. Whoa, Who's winning the flag? That's big. That's really, really and big. And I guess to make it interesting, Sean, who are you beating? Because I think Geelong are probably going to have to beat Freo to win a premiership. Uh, maybe Adelaide. Oof. Oh, Phillips is back, isn't she? A rematch of the Fuck. 2017 grand final? Yeah, the first year? Yeah. Yeah. I think... Oh, it was Adelaide that did the huge murder last year or the year before? No, it was the year before, wasn't it? Yeah. Where in a final it was like 64 to 6 or something. Where they killed Geelong and then the following week they killed Carlton. Yeah. I want one of your teams to win, but I think that... uh. Adelaide, they're going to be very hungry. Boys, it's it's purple. They got they were the best. I don't think they lost a game last year. Oh, they were fuck. flying into the finals. Freo. They won. They won their semi final by ten goals. Yeah, 
You know oh, what? Nah, shit. I'm shitting myself. Yeah. Put the yeah, clippers free... back in the drawer, boys. <laughs> <laughs> Don't and, get around and... just yet. And they've lost no one. Oh. Um, yeah. Look. And they'll be so hungry because they'll be so angry at what happened last year. Correct. Yeah. I... And they've got they've got the best coach in Fremantle in Trent Cooper. That's true. And the AFL the AFLM Frio team is starting to show some heart now that garlic breath is dead. Yeah. So Yeah. And again, oh, they have no. one thing that no other footy club has. They have a married couple on their list. Yeah. Fuck. The power of love, boys. Uh, trumps everything. It's so it powerful. Geelong's going to beat them and it'll be tragic, but they're in my opinion, it's Frio and, yeah, they're the, they're the team to beat. Yeah. Oh, I think, yeah, yeah Frio, Frio is a good call. You've turned me around on it. I yep. forgot. I think... I like when I think of Freya last year, it's I was in like there was such a powerhouse that my bra- like I just see white, my brain starts panicking and I get s- the sweats. <laughs> Tom, you mentioning Freo has made me forget about Adelaide. Fuck them. Yeah. Yeah. They're gone. Who's Adelaide? South Australia? Never heard of it. <laughs> Never heard of that state. <laughs> no. That doesn't exist. Um next question, boys, is who's winning the W award? Who's going home in the- winning the Khan Low medal? Oh, Unfortunately, it won't be Taylor Harris because she's going to get reported in the first round for knocking out most of the uh, Collingwood team. There's a huge chance Presparkas goes back to back. Presparkas is a great choice. Yeah, it is pretty good. I'm look. If it's someone, I'd love to see. Oh fuck, Purcell get it. Fuck, um, I'm in at a barricade for Carlton at this rate. I keep forgetting about their players. <laughs> Mate, they got they got you. You know what? I do? I, I'd love Purcell to win. I don't know if she will. I feel like though it'll be someone. It'll be, a, it'll be a Freo player maybe. So maybe um, on someone new. It'd be good. You know what? Fuck it. Just out of the heavens. Out I'll of the heavens. Cell boys. That's what C- I'm Kalinda. going. Kalinda. Oh, kicking twenty five goals uh, in a single game. Yeah, she gets it. <laughs> no, you know what? That's that's yeah, Kalinda Howarth. Fuck yeah. Why not? That'd be big. If I'd go from Brisbane, I'd say probably Anderson. Because yep. I think she just always plays well. And if Brisbane are winning games, that'll only just make it stronger. Yeah. Uh, it depends if Wushner gets struck by lightning again. Oh, that's true. It's true. Because if she does, easy. Put it, lock it up. Like, it's in the bag. It didn't it's work safe out, safest bed in the world. <laughs> we thought it would. But Why doesn't being struck time. by lightning work? Damn it. Why doesn't it do Oh, God. Nah, look. Yeah, Purcell, all in. Yep. Let's go. I, I'd love to say Rocky, but she'll get reported. Sa- yeah. Same problem. She has the same problem that Taylor yeah. Harris has. <laughs> or a smoky Sarah Hoskins for Richmond. First year in a new club. Stands out. Anyway, Tom. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, bit to get 30, bit to get 20, 20, 20, bit to get 20, 20, bit to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promoting for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. 
Joel, I haven't asked you this for a month, but I'm just wondering, have we got any emails? Tom, we do. We do have some emails. And thank you to everyone who emailed us in our off-season. It's given us given us a bit of juice to end the episode on. So, I'm going to start this with an email that's very up our alley. Uh, it's from Brayden. Uh, and I will say, there is a lot to this email. And Brayden, if you're listening, I am cherry-picking and I apologize. But your email, it's too fucking long! <laughs> <laughs> No, I appreciate it, and I appreciate long emails, uh, and I Just really appreciate let it, happen it again. because yeah. I can do exactly what I'm about to do now. So this is from Brayden. Howdy, lads of the leather. <laughs> <laughs> First off, I have some footy player IRL stories, which we put the call out for ages ago, uh, but this, these ones, bit left of center, because Brayden has nearly had a wee with Matthew Richardson and Bob Murphy. Oh, uh, so in what Braden is saying in maybe 2017, I was lining up for a customary halftime wee during a Richmond Brisbane clash at the Gabba. When I looked oh. to my right, only to see none other than bloody Richo tap me on the shoulder and ask me how quick the line was moving. <laughs> yeah, pretty quick. Not too long. I reckon I fumbled. So anyway, Richo sort of, uh, slides up to me and basically pushes me, pushes into my spot. I don't protest. We have a quick 20-second chat. I bite my tongue to avoid making a joke about his accuracy. And then we just sort... <laughs> and then we just start to round the corner. He sees how chock as it is, and he bails, presumably to use a Channel 7 toilet. No idea why he didn't do that to begin with, but I can only assume it had something to do with BT. <laughs> then, <laughs> in 2019, I fluked a grand final ticket when an old-school friend of my dad invited him, but he, having already seen the uh, 1980 flag and being busy... Graciously sent me in his place. I think he was just being a good dad. Okay. These were fancy grand final package tickets, though. So we're up in the boxes. Anyway, again, offloading some beers at halftime. Zip up, turn around, and practically bump into some other punter. Oh no, wait, that's fucking Bob Murphy! <laughs> I had enough on board to fearlessly slap him on the shoulder and compliment him on his podcast before realizing he was mid-conversation with someone he actually knew. So I stumbled <laughs> off looking like a bit of a clown. Bob was very nice, though. Anyway, there's my weird two stories. And I have one more bonus one of a very passionate fan interaction that I think you might all appreciate. My mom is also a mad Brisbane supporter and baked them all muffins, which she gave to them at the airport as they returned from the grand final loss in uh, 2004. Oh, that's a noble service. Which led to Luke Power giving her a pair of his boots, which she had framed. And I thought you'd all like, you'd all appreciate it. That is great. I actually nearly had the chance to meet Simon Black because my old footy coach had a connection to him and brought him to our club for a cheeky session. I desperately wanted to ask him if he remembered eating a muffin upon arrival back from Brisbane in 2004, but I got stuck late at work that day, unfortunately. Biggest disappointment of my life. Cheers, Brayden. That is amazing. That is wild. What a legend. Go your mum. Yeah. My mum met Simon Black. That's huge. She made him a muffin? No, I think like she was on like she used to work at school, so she was with some students, and they were just all obsessed with Simon Black. They saw him outside of a shopping center or something, and just chatted to him for a couple minutes. Lovely bloke. Yeah, that checks. Yeah. Uh, our next email is from Tim, uh, and this is a response to an email that we got last season, uh, which I'll refresh everyone on. So uh, Jordan emailed us uh, doing the maths 
uh, on uh, a hypothetical situation Tom spoke about, which was if one team just sat down and stopped playing footy, how much would the other team win by? And Jordan, uh, on shift at his job as an accountant, I believe, uh, figured out the maths based on, uh, I think it was Mighty Duck, yeah, Mighty Ducks 3, yeah, uh, which he then claimed as the Duckworth-O'Reilly method. <laughs> and Tim has done the maths on top of Jordan's maths and is calling him out. Oh, shit. So, this Tim... Is too, this is way too much math already. <clears throat> uh, <clears throat> and I think this is best summed up... Uh, the rebuttal immediately is best summed up with Tim's opening sentence. Jordan, if you're going to do the maths, do it right or don't do it at all. Oh. it's oh. a lot of dad energy there. Whack. Disclaimer. I've done this with whole rounded numbers because there's no way the AFL is precise enough for fractions of a second to be accurate. The Duckworth-O'Reilly method assumes a goal can be scored in less than a second. In ice hockey, top players can launch the puck at 40 meters per second. An I- Olympic ice hockey rink is 61 meters long, or less than 30 me- uh, less than 30 meters center to the goal. Less than a second is therefore technically possible. But this is footy. The grounds are bigger, the ball is slower, we have this pesky bounce thing that starts the clock, and it doesn't stop until the umpire signals the goal. The shortest AFL ground is the SCG at 152 meters long, or 76 meters center to goal. To use the Duckworth-O'Reilly method and s- to score 28,800 points, you would need to kick the ball the instant it was bounced by the umpire, which is against the rules of the game, at more than 76 meters per second average speed, because air resistance will slow it down. That's 275 kilometers an hour. And, <laughs> and then the goal umpire would need to signal to the goal, would need to signal the goal the instant across the line. It takes them at least three seconds from when the ball <laughs> when the ball isn't traveling at one fifth the speed of sound. So, what would the actual score be? The fastest bounce to goal I can find with a quick Google search near enough nine seconds, and then a link uh, to Gary Ablett doing it. Yeah, oh, it's a good one. It's against the demons. Uh, Is that in the murder game? Uh, no, that was in a, the game the year after the murder game. Uh. Oh no! Wait, no, wouldn't it have been the murder game because he wasn't playing that year. Okay. Um, that was uh, 2011, and he'd gone to Gold Coast by then. Ah. And he also found footage of Delidio doing the same thing. However, the clock actually stops after 13 seconds for Ablett, and Lid's goal stops after 14. However, the fastest sensor to goal I can find is Buddy, where the clock stops 10 seconds after he receives it in the center circle. Assuming t- two seconds from bounce to gaining possession, because that's more or less what it looks like, and that the eight-meter difference between the MCG and SAG is covered by the lack of... <laughs> speed on the ball from a bounce then we have a throw fuck this is getting hectic there's so much math and i understand (laughs) zero of it and we have a uh, theoretical contested goal time of 12 seconds we'll take roughly 10 percent off for efficiencies gained by not having an opposition but honestly 12 seconds is already efficient effectively uncontested giving us a time per goal of 11 seconds yeah 20 minutes per quarter is get to the point tim (laughs) fuck so, last paragraph. This is the point, Sean. You know what? This is Jordan's fault. If he'd done the math, Tim wouldn't have had to put in the hard yards to do this. And, and also... Fuck, Jordan. Come on, but, man. But I will, I will say this in defense. Jordan made it more interesting because he talked about Mighty Ducks 3. That's Tim true. has just talked numbers, and it's gone on for almost a year. <laughs> so... Is this Hawthorne, Tim? I don't know. Feels like it. <laughs> so... 20 minutes per quarter is 12,000s divided by 11 is 
1.09 goals a quarter, which will round up to 110 with a goal after the siren, which gives us a final score of 2,640 to zero. That is the maximum score in an AFL game and the average score of the How Goods Footy Emailers All-Australian Team 2020. (laughs) (laughs) That's pretty good. Signing off, Tim. Nah, look, Tim, that's good. Is it too early to shut down the inbox for the year? (laughs) (laughs) Fuck! No one's going to... No one's who's putting in yeah, no one's gonna put in that much effort, are they? No, that's big. No. Anyway, last email for today. And last email email of this episode. The lights fading in my room. I'm fading to black over this Zoom call. We gotta get <laughs> we gotta get out, we've got to turn the lights on. So <clears throat> this is from Jacob, and uh, listeners of the show will recognize him from last year as the man who is gonna fight his dad. <laughs> this is what I want. So, hey boys, hope your summer breaks are going well. Cheers to the inclusion on the How Goods Footy email at All-Australian 2020 team. Some news on the fight with Dad. He rode a bike for the first time today, so we'll probably wrestle in the backyard on Australia Day. Also, (laughs) just noticed on Twitter that the Bont has cut his hair. What will this mean? Can he lead his team to another flag with such a haircut? In other news, I graduated school and have signed up to play footy in my local league. If you're ever in the southeast, feel free to come see the Berwick Springs. Berwick. 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 What the fuck are you doing, Joel Dusha? Look, I'm just reading- In his defense, if he's never heard of it, that's how you would say it. Berwick Springs Titans play a game, and hopefully you'll see a slightly bigger than usual man baby with a beard booting them from the back pocket. Oh, Happy New Year from Jake. Well, Jake, when we come and see you play footy, you're not going to be looking like a man baby anymore. You're going to be looking like a man that bashed his own dad. (laughs) (laughs) And no one will ever look more grown up than that. (laughs) That's a rite of passage. You've split off from your dad's football team. You've bashed him. him. (laughs) You're a man now. (laughs) And then you're going to... Fucking kick a ball 150 meters from the back pocket, kick six goals in a game, and we'll be there cheering you on from the sidelines. Huge. Jesus. All right. Well, if you want to email us about bashing your dad, um, not where you're going to do it, just let us know when you're going to do it. You can send us an email at howgoodsfooty at gmail.com or get in touch with us on Twitter at howgoodsfooty or individually. I'm at Awkward Trade. I'm at Carney from 55. And I'm at Douche13. And uh, boys, it's good to be back. It's good to have footy back soon. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Sick of being upsold at gyms? My guy, you're currently a base member. For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. 
Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details.